Hi, my name is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast of the New Testament. I'll be using as the text the King James Version, along with the Joseph Smith Translation. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll also be using quotes from general authorities of the Church, the Apostles and Prophets, and BYU professors and others, and uh, every word out of the Scriptures themselves. So if you're ready for a really detailed analysis of the New Testament, you've come to the right place. Welcome. Hi there, welcome back. This will be for Matthew 27. It's also going to include parts of Mark chapter 15, Luke chapter 22, and John chapter 18 still. So we've had the uh, the nighttime trial, and now we're early in the morning. This is probably about 6 in the morning of the next day. Remember that I mentioned that uh, there might be a time frame discrepancy. My opinion is that this is probably Thursday morning, not Friday morning. Uh, John's uh, account might be more accurate than the other three, but uh, anyway, that's uh, we don't know that for certain, but that's just my opinion. So Matthew 27, verse 1, When the morning was come, all the chief priests and elders of the people took counsel against Jesus to put him to death. Straightway in the morning, the chief priests held a consultation with the elders and scribes, and the whole council condemned him. As soon as it was day... The elders of the people and the chief priests and the scribes came together and led him to the council. According to Elder Talmadge, quoting Chandler, there were at least 12 violations of Jewish law in the trials of Jesus. That was, by, that was in Jesus the Christ. Uh, the council saying, Art thou the Christ? Tell us. And, as he said, and he said unto them, If I tell you, ye will not believe. If I also ask you, ye will not answer me, nor let me go. Hereafter shall the Son of Man sit on the right hand of the power of God. Then said they all, Art thou the Son of God? And he said unto them, Ye say that I am. And they said, What need we of any further witness? For we ourselves have heard of his own, of his own mouth. Then Judas, who had betrayed him, when he saw that was that he was condemned, repented himself and brought again, notice that he repents himself, he feels sorry, a son of perdition would not do that, and brought again the thirty pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders, saying, I have sinned in that I have betrayed the innocent blood. And they said unto him, What is that to us? See thou to it. Thy sins be upon thee. And he cast down the thirty or the pieces of silver in the temple, and departed, and went and hanged himself on a tree. And straightway he fell down, and his bowels gushed out, and he died. Uh, he may have also, uh, maybe the tree um, branch broke or something, and he fell down. It might have been at the edge of a cliff where um, he would have had jagged rocks at the bottom, and that might have caused him to uh, be opened up. Verse 6, And the chief priests took the silver pieces and said, It is not lawful for it to put them into the treasury because it is the price of blood. The coins may have actually been from the, the temple treasury in the first place, and so now they can't put it back. And they took counsel and bought with them the potter's field to bury strangers in. Wherefore, that field was called the field of blood unto this day. Then was fulfilled that which was spoken by Jeremy or Jeremiah the prophet, saying, And they took the thirty pieces of silver, the price of him that was valued, whom they of the children of Israel did value, and therefore they took the pieces of silver and gave them for the potter's field, as the Lord appointed by the mouth of Jeremy. Our scriptures don't have a verse in Jeremiah about the thirty pieces of silver. It's only mentioned in Zechariah chapter 11 which says, And I said unto them, if ye, look, if ye think good, give me my price, and if not, forbear. So they weighed for my price thirty pieces of silver. Back to Matthew 27. And when they had bound him, they led him away and delivered him to Pontius Pilate, the governor. 
in John, it says, Then led they Jesus from Caiaphas unto the hall of judgment, and it was early, and they themselves went not into the judgment hall, lest they should be defiled and that they might eat the Passover. Notice that they're so careful here not to mingle with Gentiles, even though they're more, they're more defiled than ever. Pilate then went out unto them and said, What accusation bring ye against this man? They answered and said unto him, If he were not a malefactor, we would not have delivered him up unto thee. Then said Pilate unto them, Take ye him and judge him according to your law. The Jews therefore said unto him, It is not lawful for us to put any man to death that the saying of Jesus might be fulfilled, which he spake, signifying what death he should die. In Luke it says, And they began to accuse him, saying, We found this man perverting the nation and forbidding to give tribute to Caesar, saying that he himself is Christ a king. If the Jews had put Jesus to death, they would have stoned him, but the Romans would crucify him, which would shed his blood. His blood had already been shed for sin in the garden, but his blood would also be shed for for sin on the cross. That was by uh, that was in verse by verse. Back to John. Then Pilate an- entered into the judgment hall again and called Jesus and said unto him, Art thou the king of the Jews? Jesus answered him, Say- Sayest thou this thing of thyself, or did others tell it thee of me? Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Thine own nation and the chief priests have delivered thee unto me. What hast thou done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight that I should not be delivered to the Jews, but now is my kingdom not from hence. Pilate therefore said unto him, Art thou a king then? Jesus answered, Thou sayest that I am a king. To this end was I born, and for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto unto the truth. Everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. Pilate said unto him, What is truth? And when he had said this, he went out again unto the Jews, and saith unto them, I find in him no fault. And when he was accused of the chief priests and elders, he answered nothing. Then said Pilate unto him, Hearest thou not many how many things they witness against thee? And they were the more the fierce, saying, He stirreth up the people, teaching throughout all Jewry, beginning from Galilee to this place. When Pilate heard of Galilee, he asked whether the man were a Galilean. And as soon as he knew that he belonged unto Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him to Herod, who himself was at at Jerusalem at that time. And when Herod saw Jesus, he was exceeding glad, for he was desirous to see him of a long time, because he had heard many things of him, and he hoped and hoped to have seen some miracle done by him. Then he questioned with him in many words, but he answered him nothing, and the chief priests and scribes stood and vehemently accused him. Herod is the only character in history to whom Jesus is known to have applied a personal epithet of contempt. Jesus called Herod a fox. However, in the Joseph Smith translation, it doesn't say that. It doesn't uh, call him a fox. He is further distinguished as the only being who saw Christ face to face and spoke to him, yet never heard his voice. And Herod, with his men of war, set him at naught and mocked him and arrayed him in a gorgeous robe. The gorgeous robe was probably white, the usual color of dress among Jewish nobility, and sent him again to Pilate. And the same day Pilate and Herod were made friends together for him, for before this they were at enmity between themselves. 
And Pilate, when he had called together the chief priests and the rulers and the people, said unto them, You have brought this man unto me as one who perverteth the people, and behold, I have examined him before you, have found on have found no fault in this man touching those things whereof ye accuse him. No, nor yet Herod, for I sent him to him. I sent you to him, and lo, nothing worthy of death is done unto him. I will therefore chastise him and release him. For of necessity he must release one unto them at the feast. But ye have a custom that I should release unto you at the Passover. Will ye therefore that I release unto you the king of the Jews? And they... And they and they had a, a notable prisoner called Barabbas, who was bound with them, who had made insurrection with him, who had, come, who had committed murder in the insurrection. The two thieves, who were also crucified with Jesus, were most likely those who had been in prison with Barabbas. His full name was Jesus Barabbas. Barabbas means son of the father. Some important manuscripts of Matthew compare, <clears throat> compare Barabbas and Jesus in a unique way, for they phrase Pilate's question in 27.17 thus, Whom do ye want me to release to you, Jesus, Barabbas, or Jesus called Christ? Since Barabbas probably means son of the Father, it would be a fascinating irony for Pilate to have faced two accused men named Jesus, one, the son of the Father, the other, son of God. Continuing in, in Mark, it says, And the multitude crying aloud began to desire to deliver Jesus unto them. But they cried all out at, at once, saying, Away with this man, and release unto us Barabbas. For a certain sedition made in the city, and for murder, was cast into prison. Pilate, therefore, willing to release Jesus, spake again to them. Therefore, when they were gathered together, Pilate said unto them, Whom will ye that I release unto you, Barabbas, or Jesus, which is called Christ? For he knew that for envy they had delivered him. When he was set down on the judgment seat, his, his wife sent unto him, saying, Have thou nothing to do with this just, that just man, for I have suffered many things this day in a vision because of him. Then cried they all again, saying, Not this man, but Barabbas. Now Barabbas was a robber. But the chief priest moved the people that he should rather release Barabbas unto them, as had been done unto them. And the governor said unto them, Whether of the twain will ye that I release unto you? They said, Barabbas. And Pilate spake again unto them, What will ye then that I shall do unto him whom ye call the king of the Jews? And they cried out again, Deliver him unto us to be crucified. Away with him. Crucify. Crucify him. And he said unto them the third time, Why, what ha evil hath he done? I have found no cause of death in him. I will therefore chastise him and let him go. Pilate, knowing Jesus to be innocent, um, caved in to the pressure for his own popularity's sake. And so that's all that we'll read today, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.